Welcome. This is jazz, just the way we like it. My name is Alfonso Severos, and this is my weekly jazz podcast, recorded live at Brick Arts. Free Speech Radio, Brooklyn Free Speech Radio, in downtown Brooklyn, the People's Republic of Brooklyn. Jazz, just the way we like it, plays those classic jazz songs of the 1950s, the 1960s, and the 1970s. Those songs I grew up on, listened to as a young man. And here I am playing them for your pleasure. And also to introduce a younger generation to that fabulous art form known as jazz. Well, I'm here in the studio with my uh, longtime friend, Lawrence Williams. How you doing, Larry? Hey, what's up, Al? Good, good. Good to be back in the studio. Yes, it is. Yeah. Ah, uh, man, so much is going on. We get a chance to talk a little bit about this political situation in this nation. But before we do, we've always start the podcast off with a song that deals with social justice, <laughs> a song that addresses the social issue. And we're going to play this first song, man. This song goes back to the civil rights movement sweet by a group called Sweet Honey in the Rock. And it's called Stay on the battlefield. Another way of saying that is to keep in the struggle. But also on this piece is one of my favorite poets, Nikki Giovanni. Listen to, enjoy. I'm gonna stay on the Ah! 
I say calm, you sitting still in domestic bacteria. Calm, I say calm, you standing still in double-breasted mornings. Calm, I say calm and return to the fight. This fight for the earth, this fight for our children, this fight for our life. We need your hurricane voices, we need your sacred hands. I say come, sister, brother, to the battlefield, come into the rainforest, come into the hood, come into the barrio, come into the schools, come into the abortion clinics, come into the prisons, come and caress our spines. I say come, wrap your feet around justice. I say, come, wrap your tongues around truth. I say, come, wrap your hands with deeds and prayer. You brown ones, you yellow ones, you black ones, you gay ones, you white ones, you lesbian ones. Come, 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 come to this battlefield called life. Sweet Honey in the Rock with Nikki Giovanni. Stay on the battlefield. So appropriate. It fits today, man, in the struggle. You know, like so many people, man, listen to Fox News and listen to the news and constantly hear that guy in the White House and like giving up hope. Don't don't believe that we can turn things around. Well, we came too far, man, and our ancestors paid too big a price to just sit back and throw our hands up and say it's over. Larry, how'd you like that piece, man? That was beautiful. I the the group I've not I don't think I've ever heard that group before. Um, you know, I grew up with gospels in my home all the time. And the harmony that came out of that and the poetry that Nikki did. Oh yeah. I, I don't think I've ever heard Nikki uh voice before and oh she's wow. done a number of pieces man nikki's powerful nikki <clears throat> giovanni yeah I, I that that i that part i know that she's powerful in terms of her poetry but to be with this group and to be able to to harmonize with them in terms of yeah. like uh, the poetry and, and the group was something else sweet honey in the rock man has a long history they go back into the civil rights struggle uh, being the voice of the civil rights struggle, man. They are unbelievable a cappella all-women's group. Uh, and they make no excuses about using the African-American song tradition to speak to issues of social justice. Uh, and I'm a big fan of them, man. You know, man, stay on that battlefield, man. I mean, so much is happening. I, I was doing some little research about the last election, 2017 and 
the peer review, the peer research company um, did a statistical analysis of the population of the United States. And it found out that about 37% of the voting eligible people in the United States identify themselves to be independent. 37%. Yeah, I'm one Th- of them. 33% identifies themselves to be democratic. 20% identifies to be Republican. The numbers are in our favor. What went wrong is in 2017 election, 49% of the eligible voters voted. That means 51% of those who were eligible to vote did not vote. And so it played itself out in key states. And, uh, and when we see that if 37% are independent, here's the thing about the independents. Of the 37%, 50% lean towards the Democratic Party, while only 42% lean towards the Republican Party. The numbers are in our favor, man. The numbers are in our favor, and we've got to get people to believe, uh, to get energetic, about it. Uh, and most important, you take the Democratic Party today. Uh, one in every four voters is an African American in the Democratic Party. There's no way any Democrat can win without their support, without our support. But more important, within the black voting group, the largest group are black females. You know, black females. If you don't have their vote, you're not going to get into the White House. It's just not going to happen. So, so much are happening, man. Uh, as you know, man, they came out with the statement against those Congress people, Congresswomen of color, telling them to go back to where they came from, man. What's your thoughts on that, Larry? Um, this guy, um, I don't, I, I just, I, I'm just so upset with, with the way that he's able to speak, uh, and he's supposed to be a president, and uh, his language is just outrageous. Uh, I don't know if he does it for shock purposes. I don't know what his agenda is, but when you make statements like the, the ones that he's making right now in terms of of those four women, um, he's putting their lives in danger. I don't know if he absolutely, realizes. Absolutely, absolutely. I don't know if he realizes or not. There are people out there who are just uh, fanatical, who are just waiting for the sign in order for them to act. And uh, he's not helping that situation. I just hope nobody does get hurt. Yeah. But when you make such inflammatory statements, the ones that he's making nowadays, that can produce something that he's a dire consequence that he's he's going to have to live with. Yeah, you know, he I I am, it is my opinion that he is betting on and playing a game of identity politics. He's playing the racial card. You know, he knows that he's not going to get independence. He's not going to get new voters to come to Trump. Uh, but in order to to shore up his supporters and there's a you know, 33 to 40% of this population, man, who is Trump can do no wrong. In order to get them riled up to make sure they show up, man, you know, when you, when you can touch the issue of race 
and you can, can tie it in with patriotism and nationalism, you know, you got a pretty strong combination for a small minority group. So he's going to get his voters out there. The idea is not for the other voters to get discouraged and don't come out because his voters is, are not the majority. You know, um, you know that's an example. But just by the fact that he didn't win, win the popular vote, he didn't even win the popular no, vote. No, no, no. They talk about he can lose the popular vote by five mi- up to five million in the next election. Uh, and and the thing of it is, is you know, America is changing. It is absolutely changing. They say by the year twenty forty five, whites will be a minority in this country. They will be largest minority at forty nine percent. But 51% will be blacks, will be Latinos, will be Asian, and that other group, mixed race. All right? Uh, Latinos will make up 25% of the population by 2045, 20-something years from now, man. Uh, Blacks will still be around 8%. Uh, Asians will grow to 8%. And mixed race will be 4%. What is mixed race? Any combination of the above. Okay. All right. So it's it no longer it's, it's no longer you're no longer considered black if you mix with a Chinese or you mix with a Caucasian. Yeah, that you got it, buddy. It's a whole new category that okay. they follow in mixed race because of these mixtures that are occurring. All right. And by the time you get to 2020, man, minorities will outnumber whites in the 18 to 29 group. Uh, by 2060, whites will be down to 36% of the population with for those under 18. 36%. And the La- Hispanics, by 2060, will be 32% of those under the age of 18. Uh, so we see some uh, make America great. There's some hidden agendas in there trying to keep America white, but it cannot happen. It cannot happen. This this country, you know, is diverse, and 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 it's changing at such a rapid rate. Where white folks are scared, and he's playing into that fear and that uh, uh, losing this country, so to speak, as they see it, and losing America and everything else. Yeah. You know, he he called these women communists. Who the hell calls someone a communist? The word doesn't even mean anything no more. Russia is not communist. They're capitalists. And China, the one communist country, is the best capitalist on the planet. Yeah. Who's a communist? <laughs> you know, what is he talking about? He's trying to bring back the 50s. That's what he's trying yeah. to do. He's trying yeah. to bring that same mentality that happened in the 50s uh, where, you know, you know, you just label somebody a communist and, and, and they lose everything. Yeah. But that's not going to happen today. You know what I do worry about, Larry? I think the Democrats are going to take the White House. Whether it's Biden, whether it's Harris, whether it's Warren, they're going to take the White House. He's going to take a beating. And, of course, he's not going to accept that beating. He's going to lie about it and claim cheating. And his fanatic followers are going to be so upset that not only did they lose the White House, they're going to lose America, that there's going to be violence. I can clearly yes, see that. That that, that I, I until you mentioned that today, I wouldn't think that this country would go that route. But it's a possibility. 
when you think about what the things that have happened in Europe and in past history, yes, things that you didn't think could, could happen happen. Yeah, and uh, oh, that that is a possibility. Um, when I look at um, what I thought this country was, the direction that this country was going in, yeah. And then when he took over, I see another direction. This whole group of people, man. And you know, when it, when individuals can't do damage, but when they get into a group and they take on that group identity, yeah, they become right. dangerous. They yeah. lose that lose their sense of morality, that consciousness, that sense. I mean, that conscience, that that sense of right and wrong, and they go with the group behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm uh, afraid that 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 will happen. Well, let's hope you're wrong. I hope so, man. <laughs> I hope so, man. And uh, let's move on, Larry. That's a little bit enough for the political situation, <laughs> man. It's, and it's yeah, so yeah. early in the ele- electoral process. Yeah, yeah. I, I, have, I have not even like even thought of it, of uh, a candidate in terms of Demo- Democrats. Uh, though the, these numbers, they can go up and down. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Biden may be a front runner, and yeah. um, you know, uh, Bernie may. Yeah. Be out, I don't, or Bernie may be in. I don't know. But it's just too early to call right but, now. But regardless of your position or your thinking about any of this, Democrat or Republican, the news media that shapes us in so many ways are bombarding us with this and every issue every day. Yeah, it's like you can't get away from thinking about this stuff. Yeah. So, uh, hey man, we live in some times, but. We got to stay on that battlefield of life. I love Sweet Honey in the Rock, man. Yeah, that was a great song. (laughs) Yeah. That was a great song. Let's get to some jazz, because this is jazz just the way we like it, man. And we're going to play two songs from uh, probably the number one jazz concert uh, festival. You got Newport in the east, and you got Monterey in the west. And this next one is a piece by John Handy at the Monterey Jazz Festival in... uh, uh, when was this done, man? 1965. And the name of the piece is If Only We Knew. This album has two songs that were, that were nominated for Grammys. One is If Only We Knew, and the other is Spanish Lady. But let's start this off with John Handy, live at the Monterey Jazz Festival in 1965, man. And his solo opening this up is fantastic. So, folks, sit back and enjoy. Thank <laughs> you. 
That's John Handy. Uh, if we only knew, recorded in 1965 at the Monterey Jazz Festival with John Handy on sax, Michael White on violin, Jerry Hahn on guitar, Don Thompson on bass, and Terry Clark on drums. Larry, how'd you like that piece? That was bad. <laughs> <laughs> That was really yeah. good, man. I yeah. like the solos. Yeah. Uh, Michael White on on the violin. That was I didn't know who the violinist was. I don't think I've ever heard anything by John Handy before. But Dag, he is bad. Man. Yeah, man, man, he tore up Monterey Jazz Festival with this piece, 1965. Yeah. I graduated from high school, man. You didn't <laughs> know nothing about no jazz in 1965. <laughs> but man. I would have loved to have been at that concert. Yeah, yeah, that would have been great. Yeah. This is the first, I have this album, but this is the first time I heard a jazz violin was on this album. Uh -huh. Yeah. You yeah. know, I didn't even think, you know, violins can fit into jazz right, music, right, man. Right. But wow. You know what I like about this? He gives everybody a solo. Yeah. Everybody mm -hmm. get a chance to shine. Yep. And they do shine, man. And those, those were not just. Solos, short solos. No, they went for a while before they, you know, they, yeah. they gave another guy a chance to do. This it. is a long piece, twenty six minutes. You yeah, get, so you, get, you get some jazz artists, man. They'll pay, play themselves twenty four of the twenty six minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, but him, man, he he uh, he uh, he spread it around. Composition was. Have you have you heard any other albums by him? Other yeah, than this? yeah. John Handy is good, man. Yeah, yeah. Man. We got to play some more of him. Yeah, that was the yeah. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, because I think, I don't know if that's maybe the first time I've ever heard of him. Uh, really? But I should have I been listening. Oh, yeah. Probably, 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 probably one of the albums I should have probably taken downstairs with. Yeah, I know, <laughs> man. You do like my brother, man. Like my brother Ronald, man. They, they, they take my albums and says Al on it, and they put a line through it, cross it out, and put their name Ronald. Larry. <laughs> Speaking of the Monterey Jazz Festival, man, and that was 1965, man, he must have blew it away. But hey, the following year, 1966, another fabulous performance at the Monterey Jazz Festival with Charles Lloyd, uh, Forest Flower, Sunrise and Sunset. Folks, you got to listen to this. <laughs> Thank you. 
Free roaming and post pics abroad like this and this. Well, I did not expect that. <laughs> oh, man. We got to uh, see what's going on here. Man. Uh, I skipped it. How do I do that? It's, it should come up over there. Is it coming no, up? No, it's there? not in three. Uh, so so I, maybe. If I just. Oh, I, got, I don't want to stop this, Larry. I want okay. this to keep going. So maybe uh, just, just bear it. with me. Uh -huh. Oh, man. I, Otherwise, uh, what you can do is just turn the volume off on it. Yeah, turn the volume I off. I did do that. And, and so then just let it play out. Yeah. So, uh, well, folks, uh, sorry about that. That was a little mix-up that I did not expect. But uh, we'll get back to the music in a second. And here we go.
Wow, that was Charles Lloyd at the Monterey Jazz Festival in 1966 with Charles Lloyd on tenor sax, Keith Jarrett on piano. He was 21 years old at that time. Cecil McVie on bass and Dak J. The D. John Jeanette on drums. Man, Larry, what do you think of that piece? That is a classic. Yes, it is. <laughs> that is a classic. And as far as my collection goes, that's one of the classics. Yeah. That's one of the things that I, you know, like I remember us listening to, you know, it's like Christo. And that's like, it's like in the top category for yeah. me, you know. And what's so great about this particular album for me was that the separation, the left and the right, in terms of him playing sax on one side and uh, um, the piano yeah. player playing piano on the yeah. right hand side. And it was like really tremendous. It, oh, God. It's, yeah. it's, just, it's just a great album. It is. Anybody gets Absolutely. a chance to pick it up. It Absolutely, is great. man. Well, folks. It's there that time. I go, there I go, there I go, there. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. Larry, thanks for being here, man. Thank you for having me here, man. Yeah, well, until the next time. As always, peace and love. You give me a smile and then I'm wrapped up in your magic There's music all around me Crazy music, music that keeps calling me So very close to you Turns me your slave Come and do with me any little thing you want to Yeah, yeah. Did you like it, Rob? <laughs>